0: Thank you for calling GRBM Insurance. How can I help you? Hi, hey, I speak to Rob, please? Sure. May I ask who's calling? Yeah, it's Joey Jingola. Okay. Hold on one moment. Thank you. You're welcome. What's going on, Joey? Rob, how you doing, sir? Pretty good. This is insurance, in your own words, from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Gingola. Let's get into it. Well, I actually thought I did. And, and it was like a total bust because we have one company that is dirt cheap. And so I wrote a piece on cheapest because I thought everybody yeah. likes cheap. Well, apparently not. Apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I like cheap is a date. And that was Rob McCarthy of GRMB Insurance out in New York. And he was talking about his venture into the world, the dark and seedy world possibly of... Content surrounding cheap insurance or cheap, in this case, contractors insurance, commercial insurance. And he wrote an article talking about, you know, what are the cheapest policies or prices or, you know, they got a company that's really, really dirt cheap, as he had said. And he wrote a piece and nobody cared. Or let's put it this way. Google didn't care. So then that meant nobody cared because Google didn't care. And Rob was you know, kind of, uh, kind of, you know, I don't want to say freaked out, but he was, uh, you know, he, he wasn't expecting that, you know, he had had a couple successes. He had a couple posts that he was able to rank, get some traffic, get some business from, as we had, you know, kind of heard in the previous episodes of, you know, updating your sales process or, you know, can your sales process handle better prospects, uh, part one and part two, you know, so he was, or, and I believe uh, what was another episode that he did, um, you know, creating new problems when something dramatically works, right? Those are all, Focus around Rob's ability to create content and to make a difference and to start driving business to his agency. And, you know, again, he's like, oh, this is going to be great. We're going to talk about cheap. And I'm never a fan of talking cheap because it is the express ticket to dealing with people that are always going to be looking for the next best thing. And when that happens, there's not a whole lot that you can do. You're going to spend a lot of time and effort and energy um, attracting a client that is not going to be that loyal and is not going to you know, stick around for a long period of time and probably won't be a good fit to cross-sell anything to. Um, I guess one, one, uh, one quick show note I should have led the show with this. If it sounds a little echoey in here, uh, my apologies. I haven't listened to the playback yet. I officially moved into the new home office over the holiday weekend. And, um, and yeah, it's a little, little bare bones. I haven't had a chance to warm things up. A lot of hard surfaces, so we've got sound bouncing everywhere. I'm, I'm basically eating the microphone right now in an effort to not make it sound as echoey as possible. But quick show note, just kind of production note that... Um, you know, the show must go on, so we'll be getting that cleared up here in the next couple weeks, but for now, bear with me. We'll be back to normal soon. At any rate, cheap is not always a ticket to fame, right? It's not the, it's not the fast track to success for people, you know, waiting in line. Yes, price is important, but at the end of the day, it's value, you know, maybe try, you know, what's the best, you know, when I'm looking for something, you know, it's specifically audio gear. And uh, you know just anything technology related. I'm looking for value. I'm looking for budget or value, right? I've got a set a set amount of dollars that I'm looking to spend. And now again, with with you know, electronic equipment, you know, it's it's arbitrary, right? You know, it's it's a it's a luxury in in some capacity. Whereas insurance, it's a little bit more of a necessity. So these are the different arguments. Anyways, what I'm getting at here is the fact that you know if you're talking about value and budget, right? The money for the dollars that's something that's more appealing, you know, which insurance companies are the best value, you know? And I mean, this is obviously stuff that we go through in a a normal conversation with a client or prospect, but articulating it, you know, out in front, again, getting out in front of it and bringing somebody in on that. I don't know if they're searching for it. I've never tried a value post with health insurance. I found that just doing the best of, um, you know, usually works and, and, you know, kind of digging into the plans, but uh, you know, the, the best valued, you know, best value health insurance companies or best budget health insurance companies, the budget's a little bit more of an aggressive word. Uh, one step removed from cheap, not as uh, cheap as the word cheap, Ugh. the puns, they're just getting better. They're just getting, this is fantastic stuff. I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to let Rob talk again because it's just going down here real quick for me, but Once you had that little taste of success, you will do a lot of, not necessarily questionable things, but you will do a lot of different things to find the next big hit. Yeah, like as much as it was discouraging, the fact that the one is doing really well, I'm kind of okay with. I, I am looking for that next home run. I want to do something for Connecticut, but Connecticut is just a tougher state. It is so small in comparison to New York. Rob, I can't believe you're making me say this, but size doesn't matter. I hope you're happy. So there it is. Let's not get caught up, Rob. I, I get it. Connecticut is a little itty bitty, you know, bite sized state in this great, you know, United States that we live in. And yeah, maybe, you know, it's not the big time, like, you know, like the the, the, the NYC, you know, I mean, yeah, it's, you're not rolling fancy with a, you know, six million people and like, you know, a five square block radius. I don't know what the population of New York is. It's a lot. But the point is, yeah, let's not discount that. But guess what? You know, maybe there might be a lot less, but maybe there's a lot less competition. Maybe there's nobody playing in Connecticut. And, and, you know, you're going to be finding yourself just swimming in Leeds because it's just ignored. Right. Everyone's dazzled by the bright lights of the Big Apple. And and it's not something to discount. Right. Just because it is smaller. kind of a recurring theme of this show will be that you will never know until you try, you know, there is no such thing as a bad idea. Well, there's a few, but let's just be honest. Most of the time it's going to be up to you to figure out what's going to specifically work for you. I can sit here in in my, on my high horse all day and act like I know, which I don't. Um, There are some certain ground rules and principles that you might want to follow to accelerate yourself, to give yourself the best chance for success. But you know, dealing with your specific agency and your specific region of the country and the specific type of business you're going after, there is no clear cut path. There are only shortcuts you know, that you can take a little bit. But at the end of the day, it's up to you to figure out what you think is going to work. And that means trial and error in some capacity. Do not be afraid of trial and error because until you've tried, you don't know. Now, obviously, time is the enemy here and you don't want to go wasting a ton of time on creating a bunch of stuff that doesn't work. But again, if we all knew what was a sure thing, well, we would all be doing just fine and probably not selling insurance right now if that were a reality or like an actual powers human being had. I definitely, I can promise you, would not be recording this podcast. Eh, Maybe I would. I don't know. Well, I would be doing a podcast maybe, but I doubt it would be to insurance people. I'm just being honest. It might be hard to hear. Just drink it down like a cup of gravel. It's all right. The point is, is that don't discount something because you think it's one thing or the other. Now, it's possible it might end up being that. But give it a shot or two and see if it actually pans out. Because I, I, I would, I guess, I guess in this in this example of Rob not writing a you know a post focused on contractors in Connecticut, there's very little risk involved in writing that post and a lot more upside to get than than if uh, if he didn't write at all. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, you have to know what you're going after and just having that information, having that research to back up your decisions is really going to put you in the right place to begin with. Yeah. yeah. I guess I could do a tri-state post, but people don't search tri-state like they yeah. might think tri-state, but no, from what the re- the keyword research I've done, most people do research for their state, not tri-state. I mean, cause everybody works all over. I mean, yeah. people hop the border like crazy. I know a thing or two about border hopping as our agency is uh, located about 25 you know minutes from the Pennsylvania border. So, I mean, I, you know, we, we would go back and forth between, you know, Ohio and PA growing up, but I mean, uh, let's be honest. Um, Rob, it, it started out shaky there, right? If we're going play by play, if we're going to go play by play on what that uh, Rob just said, you know, it started out shaky saying, you know, he said, people don't search for tri-state. Okay. I hear that a lot where people have, they kind of uh, project their assumptions onto a problem or a strategy. And they say, oh, they don't do that. I don't think they do that. So they don't, right? It has to be true because I think that I don't do that. There's no way that that could possibly be a thing in the history of the world. And I was almost going to be concerned. I was going to say, Rob, don't make me have to physically assault you on a recorded podcast because I don't want to do that. But then you hear Rob say he redeems himself and he says, based on the keyword research that I have done, nobody searches for tri-state. Thank you, Rob. Um, Altercation averted. And really, at the end of it, that's what Rob is. He's done the, he's done the digging and he's found that people don't search for tri state. Again, this is his whole mindset. The, the the thought of going through, I've got New York, I'm trying to get into Connecticut. What's the other state in the tri state area over there? I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Somebody tell me, but you know, he's trying to figure out ways to you know create content to get into the different markets. And again, back on that Connecticut is too small. We kind of said, well, why he should not concern himself with that. But again, doing a tri state thing, you know, maybe you end up writing it in a way that is relevant, even if somebody isn't searching for specifically tri-state. Now, this is, this is again, I'm going out on a limb here, but if you're writing a piece of content that is addressing uh, a question or concern that nobody is touching, whether it says tri-state or not, but if it's filling the request that is as closely related to what they're searching for, whatever it is that they're looking for to kind of get information in a, you know, whether it's Connecticut, New York, or whatever, it doesn't hurt right this is where back to what we were saying before you're going to have to experiment a little you're going to have to play with it a little bit if you want to just roll up your sleeves and write one for each state by all means go ahead and do that that's definitely the surefire that's definitely not a word way to do that however play with it as far as figuring out you know what angles you can take to capitalize on the different areas again Leveraging existing name value within the geographical region in which you can physically sell a policy or are capable of selling a policy or license to sell a policy. All of that stuff is good. And this isn't a tough nut to crack by any means. Uh, and again, Rob is searching for answers to try and, and branch out a little bit. And and again, you might find, again, one of the most effective kind of articles that I've written not from just a high traffic. And this is the thing. Let's not get too over, over. um, I don't know how English is, is going downhill too. I'm still on kind of holiday break here. Um, let's not get too worried about the, the traffic numbers, right? Yes. We need big numbers to, you know, to ultimately then do more business, right? Just, you know, ratios of, of how much is going to convert, right? What's our, what's our conversion rate and all that good stuff. Yeah. We need those numbers, but, Again, you know, I've got a, a post, you know, titled Medical Mutual's six thousand HSA plan explained. And you know, that doesn't it gets maybe a third of the traffic, you know, some of the other more popular ones do. But I tell you what, when somebody gets there, when somebody finds that, when somebody is there, they're ready to roll. And that's 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 the last bit of information they need before they're ready to buy. And it's it's it's, it's slipping in there. It's, it's in the back door because they don't expect to find that. Nobody's filling that void. You know, Nobody is writing uh, articles with that specific, again, you know, leverage name value in it, and, and that's a great way to get those highly interested, highly motivated consumers at your doorstep. So you need to figure out for your line of business, for your agency, what is the MedMutual 6,400 HSA plan explained post? Those are the ones that are going to sneak in and and they're not going to do crazy numbers, but they're going to convert a lot of business. They're going to bring a lot of clients to you because they're effective. They're they're at the bottom of the sale. They're people that are ready to buy and they know what they need. Right. Because somebody looking for that plan has already gone through the process and they have a pretty darn good idea of what they need. They just need you to finish it up and take care of it. That's what all of this is going to do. Right. As you get closer to closing the sale. This is what you're doing. You're just moving them closer and closer without you being there to hold their hand in real time along the way. The more you can do that, the more powerful you become, the more that you're able to remove yourself out of the daily grind of that conversation on a hamster wheel. And the more you can move to you know, kind of freeing up yourself to work on your business and see where else you can possibly take it. They say, oh, well, he or she doesn't really watch that much TV. As if they're just actively making the choice, yeah, you know what? I don't want to watch it. I don't like it. I'm not going to do it. I don't buy it. You're, you're sitting there being a Nazi dictator saying that they can't watch TV. And you feel like are telling somebody that they're a much better, more evolved human being than you because they actively choose not to watch TV. I so don't buy it. I don't like it. I don't know if you ever have that experience. I think they're three year is saying, yeah, you know what? no, I'm not going to eat all this sugar to put it in front of me. And it it's kind of like... I don't know why I'm so angry about that. Um, it's kind of like that same guy or gal who says, eh, nobody wants to be my blog. Nobody nobody uh, searches online for insurance stuff. Or whatever it is, right? They're actively saying, they're talking down whatever it is that they think they shouldn't or shouldn't do. They're trying to talk to themselves up as to justifying... What what it is that they do. And it's enough because you can't face the facts that, you know, guess what? This is what it is. And it's up to you if you want to take a part in it or not. So if you feel like you want to be a part of that group, you are looking for a place, a people to kind of make that journey with, then head on over to Girl Program might suggest hopping right into the mastermind if you really want to just cut to the front of the line and get on with things basically you can talk with me probably going to be in there as well with you uh, that's where a lot of the action will count if you aren't ready for that though head over to girlprogram.com slash free and grab a free membership and decide if you think you want to you know, hang out with a bunch of cool agents who are going to uh, tell you what is BS about your kids not watching not, not wanting to watch tv so i'm saying girlprogram.com free or just jump into the mastermind. And I'll gladly see you there.